This week on the O oh, the Anthem podcast, it's Drinko de Mayo 7. I've never not wanted to do something so much in my entire life. Uh, in sports ball, Trey Mancini uh, lets us know what his condition was, and unfortunately it was cancer. Uh, and for your consideration, Oscar changes. And in coronavirus, lifting restrictions sooner, free testing in L.A., people protesting, a whole bunch of other stuff. Justin Amash is getting into the race. We'll talk about that. And our words for this week are going to be quarantine, mask, isolation, distancing, corona, COVID, president, shot, drink, drank, and drunk. Looking forward to it here on the Odeanthe Podcast. Week, 51 weeks of fun for one week of penance. This is Corey, and this is the Other Anthem Podcast. How did I get drawn into this Catholic nonsense? <laughs> Good afternoon, everybody. It's Rob. Welcome to episode 317 of the Other Anthem Podcast, otherwise known as Drinko de Mayo 7. Ugh. We are joined this week, of course. You see him right here in the center by a friend of the show, Roberto Arizona. Say hello, Roberto. Uh, hello, everybody. And, of course, we are coming to you from the hashtag OTA LA Studios, high above the 110 freeway on downtown Los Angeles, California. Thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you for listening on your podcatcher of choice, whether that be Apple or Google or Spotify or anywhere. You can find it on anchor.fm forward slash Anthem. And if you are uh, wondering why there's a little bit more noise than usual, it's because we have a live studio audience who's decided to watch us along, so... Hey! Uh, and also Roberto being very loud with his water on the mic. Yes. Always. Yeah. That's what um, I'm here for. And of course, you can find O oh, the Anthem at O oh, the Anthem on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, we are live right now on Facebook, Twitter, via Periscope, YouTube, Twitch, all over the place. You can't help but find us. Uh, you can find all the videos at youtube.com forward slash O oh, the Anthem and everything O oh, the Anthem related, including the store at O oh, the Anthem.com. Let's get that out of the way at the top because I doubt we'll remember to do it later. <laughs> Even though we've been trying to avoid doing that for a while. So, as you guys can see, a little bit different setup. Roberto is in the center between the two of us. We have our flags at the bottom, and there are two big goose eggs right at the bottom of that. That's going to be our counter for today. Yeah, so, uh, just for anybody who hasn't been a part of this before. who And who, somebody, anyone who didn't see Corey's nine-minute-long Instagram story <laughs> earlier today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> by the way, not nine minutes. Yeah, it was more like seven and a half. So, sure, yeah, yeah. Something Four like twenty, I think it was. <laughs> uh, uh, basically, what happened is uh, back when Rob and I were in college together, we were going to go out to a Cinco de Mayo party, which I believe was just called the Drinko de Mayo night or something like that. At you know, McVeigh's which by the way, whatever. I find terribly offensive to well, us Mexicans. I mean, it, Cinco de Mayo is a very important well, holiday we'll, for us. We'll get to it. We, we, okay. Uh, but the idea was that we are going to. Oh, that's right. I totally forgot to do that. Uh, we are going to uh, pregame for that party by playing Need for Speed and taking shots of tequila when you lose a lap. And uh, that got out of hand really quickly, and we never made it out to that night. So uh, sort of as an ode to that, we decided we were going to do this as an annual thing on the podcast. And we have banned words, 
that if we say them, then we have to take a penalty shot of tequila. Everybody, please introduce your shots. Wait, wait. So, so uh, Roberto, do you have the list of banned words there? Yes, I do. Yeah, why don't you tell everybody what the list of banned words so are? So, for this year, for obvious reasons, some of the words that we have are going to be quarantine, isolation, distancing, and by the way, I don't need to drink while I'm saying them. This doesn't count. The mm-hmm. game has not started yet. It hasn't started yet. Yeah. Roberto is our referee for, better, yes. for all intents and purposes. Although I will also drink. <laughs> uh, corona or COVID, precedent, shot, and the legacy words drink, drank, and drunk. And yeah. uh, that third from the last one was president, yeah, not, not precedent, precedent <laughs> even though... Uh, Actor Roberto may or may not. This is a Cinco de Mayo celebration. We should be doing the whole thing in Spanish. I'm just saying. Hola, como te llamas? I would I would not have to worry about saying band words if we were doing the whole thing in Spanish. Fine, unless the uh, band word is hola. Yeah, hola and baño, and then you'd be. That's all I got. I don't know what else to tell you. Uh, yeah. So. Um, uh, Corey gave kind of a summary of the story while I was up fixing the thing he forgot to fix before the show. Uh, but um, Technical difficulties. Well, basically, we've been doing <laughs> we're, for the last... We're nothing if not technical difficulties. Yeah, and also sorry that we are starting mm, an hour and 40 minutes late. Uh, it wouldn't be the year of the end of the podcast if we weren't starting starting late. This is part of the tradition, I feel like, especially yeah. for Cinco de Mayo episodes. It's like And also having Roberto on the most terrible webcam that we could possibly <laughs> find. <laughs> By sorry. the way, this there is no respect for guests here, I I don't even have a chair. I'm sitting on a stool. This, this is, thing was dug up on the Smithsonian's like <laughs> yeah. garage sale. And on uh, Roberto is now up by himself. He is framed by two ring lights that so you can kind of see behind the uh, behind the action here. And this see is a very professional setup. Oh know. yes, absolutely. Uh, but um, so, well, so, you know it's professional because we didn't. I didn't ask for the first time until like about two fifty what we were planning <laughs> on doing about Roberto's camera. Wait, so is he going to be in the podcast or no? I don't. So, uh, also, uh, Roberto, grab that bottle that's sitting behind yes, you. Uh, just as always, as not we've done sponsored. for the... Yeah. Not sponsored, but for the last six episodes of the podcast, we have uh, used this brand of tequila, uh, which I won't say, but you can see there. Uh, now, funny fact, <laughs> this yeah. is the same bottle from Vigo de Mayo 6, because yeah. Corey and I don't drink very much, and especially, <laughs> especially not, not tequila. tequila yes. this, and, you know, th- this is something that's been weighing on me here recently because i've really been thinking when was the last time i drank yeah because usually i have a few big drinking holidays to get me prepared for this with like st patrick's day can we day. Day. by the way can we start the game because you nope, all have been nope, saying nope, the words why, a lot okay that's yeah. why we do it before yes. that's why we get it out of the way up front so yeah i am uh uh going to be especially careful this year because i don't think i've had a drink in months see i have taken the opposite tact I am planning on getting shit faced, <laughs> and uh, once you do that, the goal is not to die. Um, so <laughs> to survive for next day. I really wish, by the way, having watched that uh, intro video, that you had just sent me the clips of the last three minutes of Drinking One, yeah, and uh, you oh, I the can. day before <laughs> because it was the amazing. day after. By the way, if you guys ha- don't come around early, like when you see us go live, I know I think a lot of people are like, oh, well, they don't kick off right away. We have a wonderful uh, setup video for the first 10 minutes before we actually come live. And it lets us get the last few things and organize. But it lets you enjoy some classic episodes, yep. some of the other projects that we work on. And today's was especially fantastic. Yeah, because um, we went into the vaults all the way back to episode four for the first Drink Under My Eye. And Corey and, was in rare yeah, form the in scream that, that Robert or that but Rob talks way, how, about all the time. How did you guys even afford tequila back then? 
So Were you I drinking together? Rob was a lawyer yeah. at that I point. I was a lawyer. Oh, yeah, I mean, we didn't go back that far. Now, and if, I, was if, a, I was a manager of a successful restaurant. I was going to say, the night that we were doing Need for Speed, I do believe it was not uh, good nice, tequila. good tequila. No. <laughs> it was the 7-Eleven tequila. I'm pretty sure it was Montezuma. It was. <laughs> pretty sure it was Montezuma. Montezuma gold, too. Not yeah. even silver. Just terrible. Which, by the way, is not even tequila. And just. might be the source of us all getting COVID, actually. That might actually be trace it back to 2002 with three and us uh wouldn't it be funny if that was the antibody it's like have you ever had montezuma ever <laughs> you're, you're good fine. You're, you're fine. no wonder nobody's getting sick all right here. let's start this stupid game okay all right. all right so uh you guys know the rules we have a list of banned words uh roberto has gone through those uh if we say one of the words the official judge sitting here to the center of your screen will uh ring the buzzer <laughs> And that will mean that someone has to imbibe. And they will be imbibing from these fantastic glasses uh, gifted to us by friend of the show, Katia. Yeah, Thank from you, Mexico, Katia. from Chihuahua. Actually, from Chihuahua. Yeah, um, from Chihuahua, with Pancho Villa's image, which has nothing to do with Cinco de Mayo, by the way. <laughs> no, uh, but, but I, still. I watched, uh, side note, sidebar, already starting off, watched uh, for the first time Pancho Villa as himself. Fantastic movie, even though from it's from the mid-90s or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's been in my HBO queue for a while. So anyway, uh, the alarm goes, someone must imbibe, and then we continue on. The counter at the bottom will change. I don't have a counter for Roberto because I assume uh, we need to keep his wits about him, and he yes. should not be yeah. uh, he will, I will he just will. do the ceremonial first drink and then maybe one or two in between. Yeah, whenever you feel like it. And I must stress. No pressure. I must stress for those of you who missed again oh, the intro video. Please, for the love of God, we're gonna we're gonna do this in stereo. Do not, do not, under any circumstances, play this game at home. You should not. We have a live studio audience, and we've advised them several times not to try and drink along with us. Now, listen, I think Drink of Mayo 5 went really well. I think overall, at one point, we were actually just taking a bonus shot you yeah. know, midway through just to we, make sure. Well, like, we, we had gotten so good about not saying the words yes. at a point that we were just throwing them in there just to, like, oh, no, we got caught. Like, but one was bad. One was, I think, we did 17 yeah. in an hour, <laughs> yeah. which is not healthy. That's not, that's not a recommended amount of tequila. And I think four was the first one we did here in California. And there's a picture of him hugging the toilet after the episode yeah. <laughs> that another friend of the show had as her phone background for several months. Because why wouldn't she? <laughs> so I'm pretty sure there was a Instagram. By the way, if you're not following Oh the Anthem on Instagram, tonight is going to be the night oh, because be there's going to be all kinds of stories about drunken shenanigans after this. Well, no, I mean, it's going to be me passed out for the next six hours and I'll wake up right as rain. It'll be fine. Uh, I'm basically a Rachel. I just have all to right. sleep first. All right, let's enough enough uh, of all nah, this stuff. Yep. All right, I was I'm just trying to right burn to some camera. time. Oh, right there. Uh, cheers to you, everyone. Everybody. Uh, uh, cheers Jesus to you. Christ. All right. Too Here late now. You know what? Not so bad. Not bad at all. I didn't. Uh, in fact, uh, you top me up there, would you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got you. I got you. This I is part like, of my job. This is part of the I reason like there's why. There's a banned word coming up. <laughs> this is part of the reason why. I will say. Uh, you'll notice that my chaser here is, uh, was well, in a, a fat Tuesday, uh, cup. And I don't know about you, Corey. I cannot wait to go back to Las Vegas. I have been watching the news coverage, mm. excited to go back to Las Vegas. <laughs> Cause um, why not? But Let's just reopen the whole especially thing. because the mayor seems like she's got things well in hand. Well yeah. in hand. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, it has apple juice in it. And if you went to McKeebs, uh, which was a place outside of Hofstra University, and asked for this particular beverage mixed in this particular mixture, 
um, they would say, hey, you've just asked for a Rob Cheek. Yes. Which was the one and only time I've ever had a drink named after me at any place. And, and that, out of all the drinks, it had to be tequila and apple juice. Well, because I was the only cheap asshole who would just be like, what? There was a mention. Aha! What did I say? One of the legacy words. Now, I, yep. well, see, that, I was planning on doing The first time I've anyway. ever had a blank named after no, me. No. Uh, I, I, at a restaurant at all, uh, and I was planning on doing this at the end of my little spiel. Anyway, my so. my my dream is to have the sandwich named after me. To go into like a New York deli and have like a sandwich of some kind. It's a fat kid status right there. <laughs> fat kid status. But uh, I, just, I just want there to be a Corey Baker. Cheers. On the salute, wall. salute. That's what you, you need to start saying. Salute every time you're going to take a, a shot. This is the sink of the Mayo celebration. All right. So every time you're going to take a drink, it's going to be salute. I want to be uh, particularly uh, hateful <laughs> to uh, the culture by saying everything except for salud okay. uh, when I uh, imbibe. Also, uh, we ask, I don't know, maybe 40 times before <laughs> the show started to just make sure that any reactions to the show are great. Laughter, fantastic. Just not any noise that's not related to it. And it took exactly... 13 minutes and 40 seconds uh, yeah, and the very first silence for us to uh, be interrupted. We so definitely right. need to start talking about the topic. Though, yes. Yeah. Minutes in. So uh, let me, uh, I got to update uh, the counters here. So why don't you two get us into our, Oh, you know what? First we'll do this first. We will do this. Cause we actually have one. We actually have a story to talk about this week, Corey. I'm very excited about it. So let's <laughs> Yes. Um, in a article with the Players Tribune, Trey Mancini uh, finally uh, let the people know what uh, took him away from the ball club earlier in spring training, uh, and it is cancer. So what kind of cancer? Uh, I, I don't want to get this wrong. Cancer. Yeah, it was like intestinal it or bowel. something like that. Yeah, bowel cancer. Um, and obviously, there's not really that much to say when something like this happens, other than to say that uh, we're all pulling for him, and we hope that he gets better soon, and uh, uh, that his recovery is not too impacted by the current state of affairs. Has there been any speculation at all as to when he might be able to... I mean, he said that uh, if there were a season this year, he doubts he would be able to play. Yeah. Um, that might mean that perhaps they would medically clear him in... August and then it's going to take him like three weeks to get up to baseball shape. And then what point are you getting ready for three weeks of a otherwise meaningless season? Like it just seems like there's more opportunity to rush him back and uh, uh, get to it that way, you know, like to, to cause chaos that way. So uh, I, I would like to think that if there is a season this year, that it is going to be without Trey, Regardless well, of whether or not. How far along would we be in, right? We're only two months in to the season that's going to last five more months. Right? Well, I mean, like, so he's in the middle of, uh, like, uh, chemotherapy and stuff like okay. that right now. So, so that's going to run him at least two and a half months. And then to get back in shape would be another two and a half months. So, yeah. I mean, like, it, and it's not like he clear the day he's done with chemo. He's just like, I'm perfectly in fit shape to play baseball. Absolutely not. Like, yeah. he, it would take him a while to... Uh, not only get like his stroke back, but also to just get into the actual shape it takes to play uh, athletics at a at a level like that. He probably has to be particularly careful right now with the virus going on. Well, that's yes. the other thing too. He he talked about in the article how uh, difficult it is because nobody's allowed to be there with him. So he's basically all by himself in 
like getting chemo, which is already from, you know, what I've been told by people who've gone through it, like a very isolating experience to begin with. Uh, it, it's uh, it's tough when you are literally the only person who's allowed to be anywhere close to you, you know? I mean, isolating. You said isolating. You can't say isolation. Oh, I, I, I think it counts. I, I, I think it counts. Yeah, I think it counts. I think it counts. Mm. Oh, a round of applause for the peanut gallery. Thank you. <laughs> no, feel free. Feel free to loudly. One more time. Can we get that? Thank you. Yes. Salud. There you go. I feel just, very uh, useful in this episode. Update this, this little guy right here. Okie doke. It, can make, it makes it feel all warm in how, your chest. How quickly I forget. That's the right word of the voice. <laughs> but um, I'm just like, I don't have to worry about it. What am I going to say here? The problem is uh, there is no good time for this to happen. And when you are having a shortened season or a lost season, maybe mm. that you could say that's the best time. But he's like, what, 24, 25, 28? 28, I think, yeah. Still, that is terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Just Pearl. not good. And I feel a little bad because we joked about a lower body injury when um Well, Caleb I mean Joseph, we, were, we were doing it in the in the uh uh a hockey sense. Yeah. The idea that, that Well no, because Caleb Joseph had one a couple of seasons well, ago yeah. and they were just like, It's a lower body injury <laughs> and we joked about that one and then turns out mm, lost a ball and yeah. you're like, Oh, oh, oh. I wish I hadn't uh, joked. Yes, yeah. yeah. And then you know so what, you we know didn't what, learn our lesson and uh I, I was uh I was listening to stories uh, all this week, uh, the Baseball Tonight podcast has had uh, these great contributors who aren't like players or coaches or something like that, but people like Ancillary, uh, Joe West, the umpire, or the groundskeeper at Fenway Park, and Janet Marie Smith, who designed Cannon Yards and now works at uh, Dodger Stadium. Uh, all these people uh, had really interesting things to say and tell and told stories that like they couldn't ever tell at the time, but after a certain amount of time passes, it becomes acceptable again. Yeah. So like... One day when we're 60, we're going to have big laughs about Caleb Joseph's injury. And I'm sure he will, too. Like, eventually. One I don't, I don't of these think days. that he will. No. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if that's the kind I, of... I don't think you ever one of, the, one the of these, kind of topic you would be I, I feel like you have to make some sort point. of peace with it, right? Like No. No. <laughs> I think that that's... Uh, you know, he's going to be like a, a vet. You're going to look back on that and just be like... Oh, it's a dark time. I don't. Uh, I don't want to talk about you this. Just go. You go away somewhere, and you're just hearing like the crack of the bat and like gloves. Hello, and then... darkness, my old friend. <laughs> yeah. No, not good. Gloves, bro. Oh come on! Yeah. No, we said we weren't using <laughs> no, that one. You said it at the beginning of the episode. It wasn't on the list, but you're looking at the other list. That is your fault. It's not on the list. I'm 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 looking at the list right now. You, the list you read out loud at the beginning of the episode included masks and gloves, right. which doesn't count. Give a shit. I, just, <laughs> I said my goal is to get fucked up. You're just helping me. There All you right. go. There you go. All right. Uh, what's another one? Uh, the Donka. Oh, uh, no, not Sante. Donka. Slancha. 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 Yeah. I should know that. I'm and then the Russian one, uh, uh, Dostoevsky. No, that's Dostoevsky. Dostoevsky. Slancha. Slancha. For uh, all our Jewish viewers. <laughs> that's Irish. That's Irish. <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> Anywho, um, that's racist. <laughs> that's uh that's really all there is to say about uh Trey I think at this time. I, yeah. I, I, I just if nothing else we wanted to to send the thoughts that we're thinking of him especially uh in this time where 
we don't have baseball that I think that it's a, uh, it's important for him to just think about getting healthy and don't worry about us. We're all here to support him whenever he's good and ready to come back. Yes, Trey, as we sit here getting shit faced (laughs) in our living room, (laughs) our thoughts go out to you, but, uh, this one, this one's for you. Yes. Uh, but yeah, and I wish that there was other uh, sports ball news. But the, I mean, the draft we talked about last week. Yeah. And usually there would be two sports going on at least right now. Yeah. And I, I mean, mean, like you know, there, there's uh, the problem is that everything that we could type talk about is hypothetical. Yeah. Like they're like, maybe we're gonna play basketball in just Vegas and Orlando and. Okay. Cool. You know, like great. That sounds wonderful. Just how and when, <laughs> and like at what point do you have testing to do this? So I don't. And maybe we're going to play Cactus League Baseball. Yeah, that's going to be it. Okay, cool. Um, that I would like that, but, you know, who knows? Um, I guess we'll see. But I don't want to talk about hypotheticals. I think that's just uh, not, not a good use of time. So I think it is time that we close on up this segment. hate running these uh, splashes back to back but uh, next up is four year consider- oh wait that's right um, we should have uh, we should have done that one when we were doing uh, modeling <laughs> that one time the what the, the four year consideration four year consideration yeah. we've oh, been waiting yeah, well. but then you went to seven Mexico. months ago when Corey was like I'm finally offset guys I have time to work on it it's gonna be done hey if we have time to do it now is the time to do it yeah yeah the two of you <laughs> I'm even out of here I'm not even a distraction anymore <laughs> uh so moving on to four-year consideration three is a lot uh big changes in the academy awards because of uh the age that we live in uh what's wrong with the age that we live in Corey? it makes it a little bit difficult to go to theaters how, so, how so uh uh the academy of motion picture arts and sciences has decided that they are going to uh, basically waive the qualification of playing in the L.A. theater for at least two weeks, I think, is the is the current standard. It's either one week or two. Uh, yeah, you have to have 14 days. Yeah, in and then, any, it has to have a run in a major city. It it's got to be, be L.A. Does it have to be L.A.? Yes. I thought it was a major city, because didn't no, one get in by going to Dallas for two weeks? No, well, so there are qualifiers that are for, like, short films and international feature films and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, that can sort of get into a berth to be considered if they play at a major festival. Okay. But for a feature film that would be uh, available for one of the awards in any of the categories other than those, they have to have a run in a Los Angeles theater for either one or two weeks. It might be three. And I think there's also restrictions or like also things about like you have to have a billboard advertisement for a month prior to the release of that project as well. That has to be in LA. Like, yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying like the, the idea that when you're going along and all of a sudden you see a trolls world world tour, like billboard, it's just like, Oh, that's just so they can get nominated for Academy yeah. Award. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's why they're doing that. Do, uh, have they said anything about the dates? Are they planning on cha- changing? I'm, I'm kind of curious to, if this situation goes on for long enough, yeah, I wonder if they would attempt to do some sort of like streamed version of the show. How I, you know how so so many shows are kind of now adapting to like, oh yeah, let's just do a show where we're all on webcams. And something tells be- me that at by that point, at the very least, they would be able to sort of create the Academy Awards in a 
like not have the live show with everyone sitting there, but sort of create a backdrop that actors can come to a studio and film their introductions yeah. and them reading the thing and then them playing packages to get you between. Hmm. And, and you could do the Globes, really. Like the people who you are sitting with at the Globes, a lot of times are your friends. Yeah. Or it's people you brought I mean, with you. So you, know, you like, could do that. Hypothetically, you know, I, I imagine the Oscars are much like every organization, which is just trying to think for as long as humanly possible before they can have to make some sort of decision. Yeah. They would, uh, the best version of this is that there's a, uh, what do you call it? Vaccine and like, you know, two months, like just uh, ingenuity just mm. like pushes through and it's sure. just like, we found yeah. the vaccine and sure. it's, everything's good. And then they can have the Academy Awards without any kind of concern. But, you know, that doesn't look likely. Well, I thought but, you said January. Then I mean, like, yeah. you know. <laughs> just get everyone shot up before the <laughs> On before your way in, so yeah. you're doing the red car, but like, hi, everyone, how are Yeah, nope, good. <laughs> All right, we're good to go. Everybody uh, head on in. <laughs> everyone go check, get your temperature checked. Oh, yeah, I guess uh, get your temperature <laughs> checked, get a shot. Fauci's there right behind the uh, the scanner, the metal detector that you have to go through. I mean, the by problem the, is everybody's been at By the way, Roberto, uh, if we ever go to the Academy Awards, don't bring your knife. Yes, please. <laughs> please. Look, at that point, I'm going to be big enough to be able to bring my knife. No, and nobody say no, we no, will not. <laughs> yeah. no. Okay, well. What, Robert in case, Redford can't in bring case, his knife. In case Robert Redford makes a move. <laughs> Clint Eastwood just gets a little crazy. starts pointing a gun at a chair. You're going to have to take him down? Yeah, you never know. You never to know. be fair, by the time by the, I mean, this Robert makes it to the Oscars, I don't think Robert uh, Redford will be around anymore. So no. it's probably our... He'll still be around for a while. <laughs> I'm more worried about Clint Eastwood if that's the case. But uh, listen, it's this is only good for the streaming services. They've been looking for a way in. They've been trying to like work the, the rules to try and show their stuff somewhere. Now, they may not even have to do that. What are the odds we see nothing but Netflix, Amazon at the Oscars in 2021? Nah, some, I mean, something tells me that they're, they're going to figure out some sort of way to get some of these movies that would have been early favorites mm-hmm. into some sort of streaming service to get it out there. Well, okay. that's that's what they did with the uh, Trolls wor- World Tour. Apparently, well, it did surprisingly well for Well, so uh, financially, I mean for, for we'll, the fact we'll that have was... to we'll have to get to this at another time where we have a little bit more time to unpack it, but uh this week <laughs> And where Corey doesn't have to be so careful about Well, no, I mean like I'm not really worried about saying anything here, but I'm saying the 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 beginning and the end of theatrical distribution as a medium by which we take in movies might have seen one of its first major blows this week with the uh, Trolls World Tour yes. uh, situation. Because AMC is now saying Universal is persona not grata at the theaters all across the globe. And uh, while you think $100 million is really good for this Trolls movie, there's extenuating circumstances that are making it more likely that parents will just pay to have a m- new movie for their kids to watch. Yep. At the, home. The benefit of AMC is that you go there and AMC gets the all of the extras. Not the yeah. ticket. They don't care about the door. They right. care about you bringing your five kids. By the way, breeders. You're getting popcorns. And- stop it. Why do you need five kids? You're part of the problem. Uh, but yes, getting the popcorn and the candy and sodas for your five little munchkins. And that's what they want. So if you can take a movie like Trolls to the directly to streaming... Why would AMC doesn't need get any of that? And you get almost all the box office you get otherwise. All I'm saying is that uh, people seem to have forgotten that not too long ago, 
the Justice Department said that they were going to over look to overturn certain parts of Paramount for U.S. v. Paramount. Yeah. Uh, which is what kept theater uh, from distribution companies or production companies from owning theaters. So right now, you know, maybe somebody at Universal is feeling like they can maybe be a little bit more ballsy about this situation because if AMC goes into bankruptcy protection, which might happen very soon, yeah, then there's a chance for a hostile takeover from Universal to, I mean, it's Comcast who owns uh, Universal. Yep. So we can, no, wait a minute. Time yes, a- NBC Universal. Yeah, 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 that's right. ABC, NBC, Comcast, Universal. Man, I just get. I, I can't stop thinking about the five kids thing. Can you imagine the bill, like how much it would be to take five kids to the theater yeah. and buy them all popcorn and soda? Yeah. Like you'd be, you'd be looking at a two, three hundred dollar bill. Now my mom told once me, everything my is, mom told me once that like the things you don't think about when you're the kid, but taking me and my sister to the movies was never just taking me and my sister. It was taking us plus one friend for each of us, mm-hmm. and then all in candy, sodas, popcorn, the whole nine. It was one hundred fifty bucks. In the 90s. Well, yeah. also, you don't want to be the parent who tells the kid about the realization of yeah. how things cost money and how uh, it's not as disposable as that. Like, Because I've definitely been in the situation where I've been with kids who've had the parents go like, oh, we can't do popcorn and candy. And like, they just don't get it. Like, <laughs> That's always tough to... Yep. Tough conversation. Rationalize to when you're a child. Yeah. That got deep all of a sudden. I mean, yeah. And we do the, uh, you know, we, to avoid the $150, did the, like, let's go to Dollar Tree and grab some candy. And yeah. Stick it in mom's mom purse. You know, the uh, the big old bag that would take yeah, everything yeah, yeah, yeah. in it. Uh, and um, You're you know, going to search me? I'm a teacher. <laughs> well, no, because but remember back then. Things were much better. They didn't actually search bags. Oh, like, yeah. You'd walk in there with the big fluffy coat, and the guy would just be like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> He's not going to search you. He's going to yeah. let you go in. Just like, Funny. why are you flaunting it? <laughs> <laughs> You're just walking. Just no, like I, I remember the, the racinets in the box. Going in with uh, just shaking yeah. the, my starter jacket. And having like a bag of ra- or a box of raisinets in the front pocket of my starter jacket, and every step it was like, I'm like a damn maraca. Yeah. And the guy just looking at me like, "Come on, man! Like, <laughs> why? Why?" But you know, at least do something. Like, at least try. You know, it was it was ninety nine two thousand. We weren't worried about guns and bombs everywhere, so they weren't searching us. You know, funny story when, when I was. Uh, I remember bro- once I was at uh, Towson Town Center. For a movie, and I had literally like I never bought more at the concession stand. I had popcorn, I had candy, I had a soda. I might have even gotten like a hot dog because I hadn't had lunch or something like that. And I'm like walking in the theater with my tray full of like purchased things from the from the snack bar, and some guy goes like, "Hey, we're randomly checking people to see whether or not they're smuggling in things." And I'm like holding the tray. I'm just like, "Fucker, why would I smuggle? <laughs> why would I spend thirty dollars at the concession stand and smuggle shit in? Like, what kind of sense does that make? Why are you asking me? Like, I got oh, to place this on top of a trash can and like open up my pockets and be like, nope. Because then when he randomly searches <laughs> everybody else, then it's like, well, we've searched that guy. I mean, come on, we're searching everybody. Plus, that's a good way to like, well, I spent $30, but I have $50 worth of candy True. strapped into my body. <laughs> no, but no, no, but you forget. Uh, Corey was like a very svelte teenager. It wasn't, <laughs> he wasn't the man you see before you. The guy looked at that much food and was just like, hey, wait a second, buddy. <laughs> Are you smuggling in a this person looks, in your coat in there? Do you have a, your girlfriend? This looks in inconspicuous here. <laughs> no, funny story, actually. When I was, when I was growing up, uh, some small town. Uh, in Mexico, we actually didn't have a theater for a long time. But when we did, it was a really old theater that only had two uh, 
two screens and one of them was always closed. Like all I remember is it being closed and people saying that it was cursed. So was we would only have one. The guy with the piano in the front and the guy in the back who had to turn the uh, dial. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who had to like crank it, <laughs> crank it. He would fall asleep every now and then. And, but no, there was literally a point in time in which the the theater had so, so little money. Like they don't they didn't have any money at all, and they were showing movies from like two years ago that they would actually suggest people to bring their own snacks. Like, I, they didn't have concessions for a long time, so we would bring our own. Like, there were people coming in with pizzas. Like, they would buy, like, a whole pizza and just come into the theater and watch a movie, you know? So, I mean, I'm not saying that that should be the, the, should be the way it's done, but, hell, that was, that was, that was a fun time. Well, right I mean, listen, it's not... The world isn't a backwater Mexican village. We have... <laughs> This is capitalism. We have a way that things work. We have to do it a certain way. Uh, But uh, speaking of your hometown, how is everyone faring back at home? With what? Through these trying times. With what? What do you mean? You know, the the trying times that, uh, the end times that we're going through now. Okay. Uh, Actually, so in in the town where I'm from, it's not, it's not terrible. There was a little bit of uh, paranoia. So I was talking to my brother about a week or two ago and he told me, about this lady from an even smaller town that apparently got sick and the doctors from that town said like, oh, it's just uh, pneumonia. Let's just send her to my town, Caborca, to get checked. And then when he got there, she died. God rest her soul. But uh, she died. And a week later after she died, the results came in and she was uh, virus positive. I was about to say that. Mm. Um, so everybody started freaking out. You can say whatever you want, by the way. Oh, yeah, of course. I I mean, mean, he said two words and I did not... I mean, if you, I, if, you, you if you far. say it, then what, there's maybe more say? of a likely, likelihood that I will there, say I it. I did not say a single word. No, you have. I haven't called you on it because you don't really count. If you want to, you know, imbibe, feel free. But I, you are the you are the judge and the jury okay, and the executioner, so you don't have to follow those rules. I still don't think I have said anything. But anyways. We'll uh, check the tape. But yeah, everybody started freaking out. But when it comes to the nation, like the entire uh, Mexican nation, apparently... We uh we have a precedent in Mexico that uh, first of all Vincente Fox I love him yeah <laughs> first of all our president kept saying probably until about a week or two ago that there were no cases in Mexico and cases were um, falsely reported as there not being any so Mexico for the longest time was one of the countries with the least amount of cases for this so by the way I love that I have it on I have the camera on Roberto but Corey walks. Through the shot yeah. what? <laughs> to get to the other side. What are we? And that wasn't what exactly what trying to do. I'll call it on myself. Anyways, I'll call it on myself. Nobody called it on me. But there you go. What'd you say? It's a different reference. Oh, fuck me. Oh shoot! I said precedent too. Um, that was one of the two. Mm. Uh, I was using a different uh, a homonym, if you will. But of what? <laughs> president? No, never mind. I'm not gonna. By the way, by the way, uh, the reason why I just said, oh, and this one is broken too. No, 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 no. There is a sticker on the outside. I thought it was broken. It's not. There's a sticker on the outside. Yeah, that's what that is. Oh, There's, is it? Yes. Jesus. Are Christ. you sure? Yes, so you went 100%. from the good one to a broken one. Yes, it's the sticker peeling. There was a sticker that went around the outside. On the back. Yes. Yes. They all but, have a sticker. But uh, a crazy person put these in the dishwasher, and, and it goes the all the way to the peel. top. Yep. It goes all the way around the edge because it's the mm. sticker that went all the way around that these are. Well, apologies. I, I, I worried that I was going to like at some point during the course of this thing, like slam, slam down yeah. the, 
Now these the are glass, and then it was going to shatter and get all of her equipment. These, much like uh, you know, the very rare mug that I had from law school, right. are hand wash only. Yeah. But uh, some crazy person who shall not be named put them in the dishwasher, and now the stickers are peeling off. But uh, uh, Das Vidanya, <laughs> something like that. I don't know. Moving on. Uh, Moving on. Yeah. On to uh, the topic of the week. The one that has all the words that the people wanted us to talk about. Oh, wait. I'm already. Oh, this is not good. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm bumping my counter. <laughs> this is how it starts. Why is it 10? Why did it do 10? Um, so, uh, so here's where I want to start. Yeah. I had a conversation. Over the last two days with uh, someone from high school. Oh, yes. And uh, here's what I'm going to tell you guys. High school, people from your high school are not who you remember. (laughs) I love the pause in between. So here's the thing. She's probably watching right now. And if she is, hello. And how are you? And I hope everyone is well and, and, you know, taking care. But I didn't engage it was an Instagram DM. I didn't engage just because there's no convincing people. Yeah. And I'll, I'm going to just take a quote from it because this is what I said. Um, I won't try to change your mind, but as the smartest person, you know, I'm telling you, eh, no. <laughs> so I want to read this and I want to gauge Corey's reaction. Corey, I'm going to put you solely up right here because I want to okay. gauge your reaction as I read this. This is the conversation. Um... OMG, yeah, Maryland is getting crazy. People are forcing us to wear masks just to get in the store. I got yelled at the other day that it's the law now, in quotes, like, what the fuck? I get being safe, but when its rights and freedoms are taken, that's when the shit gets real. I Mm. said, yeah, but you should wear a mask anyway. It's not really rights and freedoms, is it? Yeah, LOL. People should have the right not to wear it. This whole thing is BS, really. Mm. Not that there isn't a virus, but the government is preparing us for something bigger than that. The actual death rate from the virus itself is like 0.03%. And they want to scare people into thinking that being outside and stuff is going to kill people. In reality, it's zinc and UV rays that help build your immune system Ooh. to fight it. They want pe- to isolate people, kill their immune systems now, so that when they try to require people to have a certified vaccine, their bodies can't fight the stuff that they put in the vaccine. Plus, wearing a mask is not going to keep people from getting it. Just like the ventilators they have people on with the virus, it's harming their lungs more. Zinc and sunlight, that's the way to go. And I have been wearing a mask, but that's so I don't get a year in jail or a $5,000 fine that I can't afford. Oi, really? It's a direct quote. I know. I'm quoting. I know. know. (laughs) Uh, Me saying, oi, really? Question mark. That's me being sarcastic. Are you kidding? Mine is a word. Yeah. Uh, Yep. I'd rather be in L.A., then I said, I won't try to change your mind, but as the <laughs> smartest person you know, I'm telling you, eh, no. Uh, my brother just told me that a 26-year-old died where he works. No prior medical problems. I do worry about my brother since he's in the line of fire. Then I said, because I'm an asshole, just tell him to grab some sunshine and zinc and he'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and no masks. Don't want him to ruin his lungs. LOL. It's the ventilators that are messing up people's lungs, not the masks. Face palm emoji. 
I have just heard a mixture of a lot of hype and then reality and people are getting worked up over false things and not worrying about what's really going on. Yes, there's a virus and it's killing people, but the numbers are not accurate because people are dying from heart attacks and strokes and that they are still blaming it on the virus. That's what I'm saying. And I said, heard, quote unquote, meaning read on social media, right? Fuck no. I don't do social media. I only got this Instagram to do fitness classes. We read underground news that gets banned, LOL, like the chip that Bill Gates is working on right now that will go into the brain. Oh, my. When people lose their jobs because of the economy crashing from people not being able to go back to work, he will give them a job and pay them through cryptocurrency, a.k.a. the mark of the beast. But they won't tell you it's that. As far as the vaccine the being forced the beast. <laughs> being this forced to take kidding. it to be able to work, buy food, etc. Oi. Underground news. Alex Jones question mark? Well, Alex Jones is eccentric, so you can believe you can't believe everything, but certain things he says make sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, something I don't recognize. My boyfriend pulls up his own articles that are hard to find. <laughs> then let me just go back to the three shot. I put up the uh, the gif of Conceited, the rapper. Do you know that that one? Which one? Uh, he's holding the a like... red solo cup and he's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's the one I put up. That, that was my uh, gif of choice. Sorry, now going back. Um, like Tyson is shut down. Smithfield is run by China. And some areas, farmers are being made to kill their livestock. Don't give me that look, LMAO. So you tell me your take on this if you say I'm all wrong. I said, none of that is true, though. <laughs> Watch the podcast today. Um, blah, 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 blah. So you don't believe that there will be a power outage or a food shortage or food supply being inflated? Like the toilet paper, for instance. Like so many people are worried about that, and you can't find soap or hand sanitizer. It's being held in a warehouse. Not that they don't have it. It's just being bar- barred from stores right now, which also makes me wonder why people haven't been properly washing their hands and I, sanitizing I think- before all this mess. <laughs> Have you gotten the gist? Yeah, is there is there some other um, is there something this is building towards that I won't I won't see coming or is there is it pretty much party line from here? I mean, yeah, it goes on like that for a while. <laughs> uh let me I don't I don't think I got this particular line out when we had talked about it during uh the protest episode. Um but I will say this. I have traditionally been one of the first people to choose the opportunity to uh, say my rights are being taken away. I like that one. Uh, if anyone, if anyone was willing to take away a First Amendment right from me, how how quickly would I? Oh, would First I, Amendment. Yeah, I mean, yeah. how how quickly would you you know get upset and then not do anything? Absolutely, that's Corey. <laughs> how dare you take that away? But okay, I guess. <laughs> But oh well. We really, I tell you guys I'll say about it home, a lot. Yeah. Well, yeah, you bitch to us all the time, and then nothing actually happens. You go to the women's march and get into a drum circle with some people, and then nothing happens. <laughs> Step yeah. away to smoke a cigarette, and then, and then yeah. come back, and it's just a nightclub. <laughs> I was like, what happens? Um, no, I, I uh, it unnerves me that everything has to have a reason. Yeah. I mean, like, and the reason oftentimes is somebody who has a lot of money and the ability to influence the way that people talk about things has the ability to shape the conversation. Uh, Part of the reason why the, uh, 
the dumb the dumb dumb on 1600 pennsylvania this is not fair this is not what he's got the list pulled up in his screen and he's looking at it i know he's making sure i know rule against it i know all right all right listen he is karen all right you told him what the rules are and he is following the rules distinctly he pulled (laughs) the list up and now he's not gonna say any of the words okay meanwhile that i I mean i mean really i mean really i'm turning bad real quick Really, I, I just wanted to avoid saying the word president because oh. I didn't want to associate him with the with that particular office. But okay, <laughs> not that that was necessary because he was already taking the shot. But I have only one job. Oh, that was the third time that you've said it. Now this is the first time I'm calling you out. On okay, it. fine. You don't need to do that. You don't have. I mean, you have to be the referee. We need to keep your wits about. <laughs> it's you. okay. I am. Built to with to withstand a lot more tequila than you guys. <laughs> no, but you guys are. But still, what I'm getting at here is that uh, the man at 1600 doesn't. Uh, he he gets to sort of shape the conversation a little bit because he has a huge stage in which people listen. Yes. Uh, much like if you are the CEO of Procter and Gamble. You have a lot of money, you have a lot of influence, you have a lot of friends, you have a lot of ability to make something. If we wanted to get out to as many people as possible that we were having this episode of the podcast today, our best bet is advertising on various uh, platforms. I mean, like really. Hiring Cambridge Analytica and running a Facebook ad. I mean, we could hire a a a publicist or something like that, but we're never going to be able to have Procter & Gamble money for it. Like we can't we can't spend you know fifty million dollars getting the word about well, word out about the podcast. And Procter and Gamble does ten different campaigns, looking at you know a bunch of different groups and or, focuses that right campaign to the right group. Or if it has anything to do with pharmaceuticals, they get the money back that they spend on the commercials and tax right, of course, <laughs> tax breaks. So because they're educating the public about, right about uh, the the possible cure of some disease yeah, that you have. Sure. Um, I I just don't. Most things don't require the uh, tinfoil hat treatment like that. That's basically if you find yourself quickly blaming Soros or uh, the Koch brothers or something like that for not the Koch brothers, each and every little thing Hmm. that that goes on. I mean, like if you can if you can tie something to an like, you know, the Kochs have bought. Or, or have put a lot of money into this super PAC, which is just running ads talking about how, uh, you know, Beto's terrible. <laughs> right. Whatever. That's yeah. a direct connection I can get. Yeah. With. They don't like him. Yes. Right. And of course they're trying to get him. Not but like if you're him. doing the sorrows has, you know, mind control <laughs> serum injected into everybody, everybody's Coke zeros. And that's how he's getting to all the people because everyone's drinking Coke zero. If you're, you're you think you're drinking Coke, but it's really Coke zero. It's all part of this elaborate, you know, conspiracy to pump the, the Coke zero numbers and everything like that. Like, if you're drinking Coke Zero, ah, <laughs> hey, we got another roar! Yay, another roar clip! By the way, this and each episode from the last six years is available uh, at a web link that I'll give you at the end of the show. But they're all available up yeah. there. Make sure you check them out there. I can't uh, because uh, apparently one year we decided that the actual name of the episode, which we say from time to time, yes, is no longer acceptable. Because yeah, I remember it includes that. 
portion of the word. I feel yes. like there should be a uh, an exception for that exception for that one because I would have said it like three or four times by now. But I agree, but we don't. Uh, we didn't speak about that per, per, uh, uh, prior previous to the show. Yes, prior to the prior show. To this show. <laughs> oh my god, I think it's. I think Ooh, it's getting there. Oh boy, here we go. All right. This is going to be a fun so night here's, tonight. Here's the thing. In this conversation that I read, mm-hmm. there was an implication of the White House, yeah. both houses of Congress, right. leaders who back the Democratic Party, leaders who back the Republican Party, and magnates of major corporations, including Bill Gates and Microsoft, and apparently toilet paper companies, which is... By the way, there's not one. There are four different companies that manufacture the four different kinds of toilet paper that you Let know. me, real quick, Mark Warner is head of uh, intelligence, right? Senate intelligence? Sure, yes. Or it's something like that. Didn't know where you were going with it. But yeah, he is the head of the Senate Intelligence Committee. But he's one of the biggest names in the Senate. Yes. He, he's on a lot of important committees. He, he does, uh, he's, his name is everywhere. Which is why he was chosen by, uh, uh, Hillary? Uh, no, he wasn't you, Hillary's running mate. The other no. guy was. Um, yeah. I thought was, that's where you were thinking. No, but no, it's no. Not. He was. Uh, They're both in Virginia. He was a libertarian or somebody. He was floated as a vice presidential thing. And he was just like, no, not me. Because <laughs> 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 they just were like, we're going to get a guy well, who knows all the secrets. <laughs> Mark Warner's on all of these. Presidential. Oh, God. All right. All right. All right. All right. A round of applause from the oh, crowd. You guys got to be louder with it. Come on. Thank you. Um, I can't hear you. Here we go. Salud, but in Italian, not Spanish. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, By the way, no, it's Nazdrovia. I remembered. In Russian. Getting back Nasdrovia. to it, though. Mark oh. Warner. <laughs> Mark Warner, important person in the Senate, released a video on his Instagram early on in this whole uh, time of aloneness that we are in mm-hmm. and uh, showed everyone how he makes a tuna sandwich. And it's the most unusual, like, stupid thing ever. And it got him huge amounts of traffic. And apparently the conversation that was going around the halls of the Senate the following day was, how do we have a Mark Warner tuna sandwich moment on our Instagram? Yeah. How does Cory Booker have a tuna sandwich moment on his how, how do you break free of the monotony of just general internet gobbledygook yeah. to get people to say, like, oh, do you see what Cory Booker did? You know, like, how do we break free? And everyone's trying to figure it out at the same time. And people who have more advantages have more so advantages to push this out. No, no, no. And here's the thing. The people are watching that video because there is back channel stuff that's like, Mark Warner is sending secret messages to agents all over oh. the world, and we want to intercept the messages. That's why that I put, that's why I put the tuna on the sandwich and then slop the mayo on top. Like, did you see how he when he mix when it he, before when he uh, was putting it on the bread, he did one to the left, two two to the right. That is Morse code. All right, do you see the way that he's putting it on there? It's yeah. Morse code. He's sending well, secrets and, out. And not only that, but I feel like it's also one of those things where if. You know, someone, a, a famous person or a person of, of Think, renown, you uh, know, if, if he starts doing something very unusual online, people are, are immediately going to be like, well, what, what is he doing? Oh, my God. I need to see this. I need to see, thing but, uh, everybody, look what, at what he's what bothers, doing. What bothers me is that people don't like to think about 
they want to turn away from the major media companies, and I understand why because there are, there are implicit biases and stuff like that. Yes. reading yeah. all of these different publications. Watch BBC. You can usually if you if you do it properly, you can usually find a couple articles on on MSNBC and a couple articles on Fox News about the same topic, and read both of them and figure out where in the middle you stand, like where between these two opposing poles is the real story. Yeah, you know. Um, but I, I like to the, my basis as to whether or not I'm going to share a piece of news is either it's said directly by the person involved or invo- like ha- uh, firsthand knowledge of somebody involved in the situation overall. Uh, like uh, Tara Reid is a great example of somebody yeah. I will. Tr- I don't necessarily need to hear the other side of that story. I, I'm good with just the one one side of it. Uh, to get it out there. But further than that, if the New York Times wrote a story that said Mark Warner drowns puppies in the river, then they are going to get sued before the end of business. Yeah. And if it turns out that they just wrote something randomly because they didn't feel like checking on it, then Mark Warner would get a huge judgment for that sort of thing. Uh, The reason why people don't sue the real news and you can trust it because it's on the internet.com is because you find out who owns this site and then it's just a... It's us. It, it's, it's like us. some it's some <laughs> anonymous person in the Czech Republic and you're just like, well, how am I, how the fuck am I going to sue this person? It's, and it's a, just it's like, a couple well, of the, broke dicks in LA and they're like, what, what are going to take your apartment? The fucking hey, 15 people who see this isn't worth the lawsuit or yeah. the cease and desist that my lawyer is going to have to spend eight hours trying to find this person and yeah. blah, blah. Like, it's not, it's, it's going to cost more for me to draft it than I will ever get from yeah. this dry hole. And they get to post the cease and desist on their website going, oh, like, yeah. we've really gotten Mark Warner, you know. But here's the, the thing. fascist commie pigs are running for the hills now. Like, <laughs> all of, all of the, uh, this, this stuff that we that has been listed in this Instagram message, yeah. by the way, all of these parties are somehow incorporated in a vast conspiracy to manipulate the American people. Bill Clinton got a blowjob in the Oval Office, and the nation knew about it. Twelve weeks later, fifteen <laughs> weeks later, and you're telling me that all of these important people. I knew I knew casually about Harvey probably like eight years before yes. the news broke, and I'm not saying like I knew personally like he did anything, but I, I was around. I, I was I was aware enough of the conversation of people dropping little like you know like well at least I wasn't Harvey last night or something like yeah. that to understand where this reference was coming from. Yeah, like it was easy enough to sort of pick up on the 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 shorthand of it. Well, uh, and I know you just mentioned it. I want to jump down there since we just talked about Tara Reid. Yeah. And for those in the audience, whether they're here or in the world around us, this is not actress Tara Reid yeah. from the early 2000s. <laughs> this is a different Tara Reid who is probably now in her 40s, likely, since she was in her early 20s in 93. So that would be ooh, 30 years 50s. ago. Yeah. Yeah. 50s now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she was a an aide in yeah. the office of then Senator Joe Biden. Right. And has alleged to people from time to time about an incident that occurred, although publicly has only acknowledged that there was an inappropriate relationship. Now, you had a... With whom, for those who don't know? What's that? Who, relationship the former, with, the former with the former senator, senator of Delaware. With okay. the former senator of Delaware. And now presumptive, vice, or presumptive presidential nominee for... 
Fuck me. <laughs> I was trying to figure out every word I could use. <laughs> Thank you. That Thank really you. makes it. Uh, I think the, the, the round of applause really makes it for me. That's why I enjoy it so much. What's uh, the count? Of s- <laughs> the account uh, oh. is right now five to five. Oh, wow. I felt all the liquefaction of that like seep into the pores of my skin, like it just, <laughs> just so radiated out. It's amazing. Um, so you had an interesting take on this earlier this week, and well, I wanted to give you an opportunity to defend it or change it. Now, I I don't know if it's if the take is so interesting. It, it's just the, I I really want to. I want terror. A read to have her opportunity to uh, have this whole situation. Uh, I want to. I'm figuring out how to say this without words. <laughs> he's looking at the list of words. He's comparing it. He's thinking. There's a lot Mandarin of tequila tea. swinging around up there. Tara Reed deserves justice. If there was something that happened to her uh, that is unacceptable. Uh, I do not think that the if this was a court of law, I don't feel like the threshold has necessarily been met uh, based off of uh, the evidence that's currently out there. Like there, there I, I for something that happened almost 30 years ago, I don't feel like there's ever going to be a truly satisfying end to this. Like there's not, there's not going to be the one memo. I mean, arguably Joe like, Biden had a satisfying end. Well, I mean like, you know, <laughs> holy shit. Uh, oh man. I should probably put this all back on camera if I'm going to be saying yeah. things like that. <laughs> hey, and it's a I, satisfying end for me because his campaign's basically <laughs> over if this works out. So, I, I think that we should we should uh, look into these allegations, and I, I don't think that there's sort of been some talk I've been hearing about, like, well, Trump has had fucking 20 different allegations against him, so why are we, uh, you know, sort of like... Freaking out now about... Why are, we, why are we prepared to throw Joe into the same level of abuser that... Trump is just because of the situation, you know, just because uh, of an allegation. And I, you know, I, I, I don't think it's necessarily an eye for an eye. It's just like, yeah, but I, I, if you're an awful person who does awful things, then that's the American electoral system. I don't want to tell you. I mean, like, uh, honest to God, I don't feel like <laughs> I wanted somebody who never molested <laughs> Funny, like is that, that was, too much to that ask was, for? Yeah, that but, was but, part of that was part of my like thought process going in because you know I thought that you know there there was at least a chance of this with Joe's actions for the previous seventy years that he's been alive. Like no, there was for, no <laughs> chance. He has run for election in six decades and he has ruined every single one of those yeah. attempts with some sort of assault allegation yeah inappropriate allegation well, well the, the thing is it's different when it comes to i feel like a lot of it has been a lot of the the joe's 
campaign or the whole like thing backing him is that oh he's different like he's not a Donald Trump and he would never you know no he is so what, I know but what I'm saying is they they they've handled it this way for so long that. Anything that pops up at this point is going to be like, oh, my God, I thought he I, was different. And, I, and, it, I really, and it becomes a thing. When you know the current commander-in-chief has done so many things or said so many things and gets away with it, you I mean, kind of already it, expect it. If we're talking about the the baseline humanity that's required to to be Our the chief very executive, low. then I, I don't feel like the actions of either one of these men – of what they've been accused of is necessarily appropriate for no. that position. That's a, it's, but, a, it's election 2020. Pick the red-colored 60-year-old white male rapist or the blue-colored 60-year-old 70. white male rapist. Like, okay, they're actually both in their 70s, right? Yeah. yeah, they're both. I'm sorry. They're both white and male and in their 70s. Can we fucking do something about this, please? <laughs> I and mean, I hate that my argument is somehow going to involve... The white Jewish 80-year-old man, and I hate that, but at this point, maybe he's a choice. He hasn't even touched his wife in the last 20 years, let alone anyone else. Can we please look at another option? How about this? Let's go with the 40-year-old gay white man, and maybe that's a good possibility on top of it. Just anything different. How about this? We had five people of color in this election, and we knocked all of them out real early on. Here's the solution. You know, you know Citizens what? Citizens United, <laughs> let's get that out of there. And or, and I'm going to say it and you're going to hate me, Corey. Guillotines, that's the solution. Or, perhaps. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can we isolate that after the show? <laughs> Guillotines. Oh, God. Isolate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the homonyms are killing me today. <laughs> All right. Um. Um. What was it? Nostradamus? Nostradamus. <laughs> <laughs> Just go with Nostradamus. No, was it? Uh, I kind of feel like Nostradamus because Nostradamus. I thought this was going to be a bad idea and it is a bad idea. Mm. No, I... You know, uh, there there is a part of me that wishes that we lived in a society that was a little bit more like... What's the... Is it Italy that has... Uh, Soviet Russia, yes. No, Italy. <laughs> Italy has like eighty different political parties, and it does like not each... have a functional democracy. Oh, well, I know, but yeah, I'm saying like they have, have like they have eighty different political parties, yes. and like every single one of them gets an op- opportunity to like express themselves on the the national news. Oh, yeah. To like, no, no well, they... we're getting a third party now, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. So uh, Italy's thing is that the, it has eighty parties, but it has so many small districts that usually every party will elect at least one member. Yeah. And then so let's say that there's a hundred seats. That means that you have 80 people and then the ruling party has a majority of 20 seats. Mm. And now you have to find a coalition to make a government. And then on any little issue, half of your coalition is like, nope, we don't agree. We're breaking the government. And then they go back and they have to I mean, like, a new government. I'm not saying it's a perfect system. It's <laughs> certainly not. They don't I'm have just a saying, functional How about this? More than two choices. Yes. Let's find like, an, an, an even ground somewhere between two and 80. You know how excited I was to vote for Gary Johnson on the chance that he was going to get to 5%. Yeah. Just the chance that he was going to get to... I was like, why would I vote for Hillary? It doesn't make any sense. I can get Gary Johnson to five and we can get a third party in here. Yes. 
What and the fuck do I care if the libertarians wait, don't understand how when to was, run When was the government? last time that there was actually three parties running? Teddy Roosevelt. No. I'm I mean, gonna, pro. I'm going to leave this to you guys. Who, who do you think? I'm asking the question. I have no idea. What year, I didn't live here. What that, year do you, what no, are we, you were living here? What are we, what are we constituting a third a party? A federally qualified third party. That won an electoral vote or something like that? No, I mean, that, that was running. No, no. One, that, that let's got make it to, won an electoral vote. Well, I mean, that All was right. running. There was like fucking 80 people who ran for president last that year. Won an electoral Joe Exotic vote. was running last year. <laughs> that won an electoral vote. Oh, God. I, I really, I really can't think. Is what, since I, I, been I'm not life. talking about my lifetime, but I did. Perot win a vote? Here for... Yes, did he? But it's not him. Oh, it's not Perot. No, was it Nader? Actually, it was Nader? No, it was Nader who I was thinking? Nader of. didn't win a. No, he didn't win an electoral vote. Who did? I can't. I can't even think of it. Pat Buchanan under Perot's party in '96. He won an electoral. Where I was four years old. Seriously. Yeah, you're alive. It's your lifetime. Huh? Where Where did he win it? Uh, Florida or no, no. Um, because I mean, like, if he won like Florida, he would get twenty seven yeah, no, electoral it was, uh, votes. Like Maine or Nebraska or one of the ones that oh splits splits. So he got like one. half of Maine or something like that. No, not even that. Like he literally got one electoral vote. Right, but and I'm saying like half Maine splits it in half. Like well, no, and Nebraska doesn't do an even split. Nebraska does um. By, we split by, so yeah. if usually it's half because there are only two people running, so each right, person right. gets half. But uh, Nebraska and Montana and so a couple of states do do that. Well, but they also have two electoral or three electoral votes, right. so and usually it doesn't matter because they're all going one way anyway. So yeah, it votes all together. But then, like you know, you pick up Montana and you pick up one electoral vote in Montana because you've picked off enough of the vote. To get I, I I. But so did Ross Perot. Ross Perot had electoral votes. I, I feel like that's not right. I, I feel like we're going to have to double check. That. I, double I feel check like it. Perot got close to getting no, electoral votes, but didn't actually win any electoral votes. He had votes. to because there's no way to get 5% of the vote and not pick up an electoral vote. But he was an independent. He was a, he was a straight party independent. No, he got 5% of the vote because in 96, he had a federally recognized party. That's the last time we had a federally recognized party. What was the party? The Great America Party. Mm-hmm. And they it? pushed the candidate... Pat Buchanan in 1996. I thought he... Dole, Clinton, Buchanan, 96. So, hold on a second, uh, uh, because this might be interesting to nobody but me and Rob. Sure. Because we're going to get into constitutional theory of running running for the office of the executive. Not even Uh, constitutional theory, but yes. uh, The... I don't... I I really don't think he won a single vote, though. Because, like... Perot? He, he didn't. Ha- he didn't have an independent party. He he was running as a Perot? quote unquote independent. Like Perot it was just won. like it wasn't a party attached thing. Yes. It was just no. An independent. He was running as a his own party. He was an independent, but it was the Great America Party. He was the candidate for the Great America Party, hmm. which was an independent third party at the time. He picked up more than five percent. Clinton won in ninety two with forty two percent of the vote. He did not get a majority. He got a majority of the electoral votes, but he didn't get a, or he got a plurality of electoral votes. Well, until, 
until until I uh, check this to confirm one way sure. or the other, I'm like still going to claim that Teddy Roosevelt was the last person to actually get electoral college okay. victories. And because if that is in fact your move. position, you are still wrong because in 1948, Strom Thurmond also got electoral votes. Ah, fucking Strom Thurmond coming <laughs> out the, of left field with the Dixie Crap Party. Oh, fucking! Why do you challenge me, son? <laughs> if I don't beat you, I still beat you. That's right. Anyway, so that little bit of electoral history is brought to you by 1800 Tequila. <laughs> so nobody cares. But this year we have. I always like how I, feel I like, put my keyboard so far away. So I'm at, like, I'm sure I'm on camera. They got looking like, hi. What's, what's great though is I feel like a lot of people, much like our live audience here tonight, a lot of people I feel like are, are only watching, waiting for any of us any to of say words? any of the yeah, words. Yeah, yeah. So, Wait, um, say how about this? Uh, we've been live now for an hour. So, how Ooh. about uh, topping it off? Celebratory shot. There you go. Hey. No. Come yeah. on. No. Come on. No. You know, I never know why. What am I, the president of the idiot fan club? Oh. Why do they use, why do they use uh, pussy as a... He's a president. Oh. It was on purpose. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah, so now you go too. Uh, why no. do they use uh, pussy as a denigration? With Cheers. all the strength of a pussy, it shouldn't be something that's weak. Something that's strong. How did we get to... Because I was about to, to call him that, and I'm like, that's not really where, applicable. Jesus but anyway. Christ. Where are you going with this? Uh, yeah, anyway. I don't, cheers. Yeah. Cheers. 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 Hold on. Mm. Give Corey a moment to research as well. But... I feel like you guys... Even if you're right, you're wrong. It doesn't matter. So... <clears throat> Point is, we now have a new third-party challenger in this race. Justin Amash, or what is it? Amash. Amash? Yeah, you got it right. I said it right. Uh, thank you, 1800. Um, <laughs> is now in the race. Now, you may not know that name because I don't think that we used his name when we talked about him on the podcast, even though we did talk about him on the podcast, because he was one of two, I think, Republicans who one. voted. Was he one? In the, the House, one, yeah. Uh, who voted for impeachment. Mm-hmm. And once no on one count, did, by the way, just what? on one oh, count, one I count. believe, yeah. yeah. And uh, once he did that, and no one else voted with him, I don't think it was like obstruction of justice. It was like uh, improper records or some shit like that. It was just like, by the way, yeah, oh no, it's still it's still a count of impeachment. I'm just saying, like, he's yeah. the only one who recognized the fact that anything, yeah, of anything, yeah. anything happened. But uh, once no one voted with him, he didn't left the party, and he was just like, uh, I'm not any party now. Uh, I'm my own party or the great Republican party or whatever he wants to call it. But uh, he has now announced that he is running for the highest office in the land independently. Um, and as a libertarian though. No, I don't know where you keep getting that. He didn't say he's running. As I a got that. He said he's running for the libertarian party endorsement. Did he? I believe so. Yeah, that that's what really I read. Dumb on his part. Oh, uh, what I saw was he's forming an exploratory. I would disagree. Song. That'd be really stupid for him because he's never going to get on a ballot anywhere to be voted for on that. He should just run as a th- in, an independent way, third party, like Ross Perot. By the way, I I do want to mention day, four days ago, WashingtonPost.com uh, representative Justin Amash to seek Libertarian Party nomination for president. Fuck! Well, ah, where are you? You need to stop. You're off your game. And where are you? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Was, none of you are working out. Can I get can I get a round of booze? Boo! Come on, I want the chair. I can't hear you. 
All right, I got to update these, too. I'm way behind. <laughs> Two behind on Corey. Woo! And oh, man, just you're going to feel that in, tonight. Corey takes the lead, 7-6. 7-6. Seven to six. <laughs> seven to six. And by the way, we have not yet combined for Corey's total from year one. <laughs> um, well, I think we've had a yes. good podcast. <laughs> nope, nope. We got to get through all of these topics. That's how Jesus this works. Jesus Christ. Whew, I am sweaty. Ugh, all right. Yeah, what are, what are the chances we can turn on the AC for this? I'm sweating too. But I no, mean, what, I wanted to, what I wanted to bring up is I, I'm i not going to lie. I was not entirely aware of the whole uh, Amash situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did a little bit of research before the podcast, and I found it interesting that I think like two out of the five articles that I read were about how his his whole thing, like he made a big deal about him being pro-transgender uh, and pro uh, gay marriage and all those things, but yeah. literally he's saying like, "Oh, you know, the the laws have been written and they're there, but much like our times or whatever, we we must adapt and change." And like his whole thing, I feel like I feel like he's leaning he's leaning into a side that okay. now it makes sense why you asked the question beginning that is he going to steal votes from Biden or is he going to steal votes from Trump? Yes. And here's why I stand firm on my position, which is he's still going to steal votes from Trump. Because there are a bunch of Corys in the Republican Party who don't feel like the Republicans represent them anymore. Yeah. These guys are fiscally conservative, and they think that small government's a good idea. We would that- we would love to just have a George H.W. Bush to vote for. Mm, I mean— uh, Closer like, than yeah. most, yes. <laughs> yeah. A George H.W. Bush, you know, without the racism. Sure, yeah. Uh, a modern-day George H.W. Okay, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, someone who— A contemporary. A contemporary with contemporary thoughts, yeah. I don't know, like Mitt Romney or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, so has he ever thought about running for president? I imagine he'd do well. As <laughs> as the history of the OD Anthem uh, Twitter will tell you, has he thought about running for president? Uh, oh wait, that was me. Yes. No, why did I do that? Wait, was that a second time that he said it? No, 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 that was the first time. No, no, because he just said it again. Yes. Or did I say it? No, I repeated it. No. Oh. I repeated it. Yeah, I, I repeated it. Roberto repeated it. Okay. Well, oh, both go. of you. Yeah, because he just said it asking what I said or answering what I said. So, I to think... you. Okay, fine. Slancha. Slancha. Uh. Thank you to our live audience. It's going to start getting messy. It's already getting messy. I can mm. tell. <laughs> so, I lost my train of thought. Oh, here's the thing. There are a bunch of Republicans. <laughs> there, is the a, there is a there is a uh, there is a rally going on in my belly right now. It <laughs> 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 is grown violence. <laughs> Wait, you haven't drank it yet? <laughs> so, I'm waiting. For- <laughs> Corey's duodenum is in there going guillotines. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many people get it, but I, I can't I be in front of a microphone right now. This is a really bad idea. Live to the internet. Oh, wait, I, wait, I sometimes, uh, hold on, hold on. I sometimes think about these shows that we record and realize that clearly we're going to get to this point. Yeah. And hopefully people understand. <laughs> but then I also think about like one day I'm going to be like, you know, putting on my campaign for best picture. And then mm. all of a sudden it's a video of me going, <laughs> 
<laughs> Mitt Romney. Like, <laughs> I want to speak to the person who puts together your uh, best picture reel, and it's not even going to be from the film. It's going to be just this episode over the course of every year, just cut together. Just, <laughs> just a super cut of the best of. Absolutely. Of Blank de Mayo. All right. <clears throat> anyway, so Ooh. my point is, wait, back to the topic. Wait, yes. No, let him enjoy it. It's fine. Uh, he can savor it. I'm so, regretting my life decisions. It's my point my is <laughs> that there are a bunch of people. Uh, the live right. studio audience demands it. Yeah. There we go. Oh, my God. This is not going to be And for the folks at home, well. we have advised the live studio audience not to follow along with us. They have not been. They have on occasion joined <laughs> us, but not everyone. Oh, Hang on, folks. Hang Thank on. Thank God there's a reserve. We got a reserve, just in case. Has, has it been chilling? I don't know, but I'm lost. I don't know where it is. Ah, oh, we got it right here. We got it right here. All right. My All God, right. the audience must be wondering what the hell is going on. So, okay. Luckily, that wasn't chilled or anything to make it easier. <laughs> so... So my point was this. There are a bunch of Corys in the Republican Party yeah. who are fiscally conservative and believe in small government, but who are socially liberal. And I think Justin Amash is... I thought socially was there for a second. <laughs> uh, thank God. I like how he was like... He went to it. <laughs> um, and it's like the umpire who like does the... like, like Does ball. all the build-up... <laughs> <laughs> so uh he is basically going to Corey and saying come back yeah come back to the conservative side because i am your guy i am your pete Buttigieg. i'm yeah. your young guy who understands fiscal conservative politics but who is going to say the laws are on the books plus i'm from michigan out. how bad could i be i mean based on the news that i've seen recently <laughs> pretty bad also, maybe positive. I don't know. Uh, but Ooh. just basically this. I, and so I, I see the concern. Yeah, that, from, that was me trying to stop from dying. <laughs> I see the concern from people saying like, oh, well, if he's running this agenda for, for being so pro-gay and pro-lesbian and pro-trans uh, that he'll take votes from uh, Biden, who, by the way, isn't so pro-gay, lesbian, mm -hmm. or trans. And maybe that is going to be an impact, but I, I think we're going to feel Biden move to the left as we get closer to the election because he's going to want to group all those people in who might not vote unless mm -hmm. he does. But more importantly, Trump has made it clear he is going to go, he's going to lift the uh, wheels off the left rail and just ride that right rail as hard as he can. And this is going to be someone who's like, do I not vote at all? Do I swallow my tongue and go vote for Trump? Just to make sure that I have a conservative there, Justin Amash is offering a a better way, a middle way yeah. of saying, I am the old Republican Party. Wait, but so not really the old Republican Party either. By so the way, do we actually think and I'm asking I'm the you, old Republican Party with a new flair. Yeah, the new old Republican Party. <laughs> I'm so, the new Coke of the Republican <laughs> So I do want to ask you both, do you do you actually think that he's got a chance to get Far in Amash, no. no, no, but uh, you know who else didn't have a chance? Gary Johnson didn't have a chance. Uh, what's her name? Jill Stein. Jill Stein didn't have a chance. Ross Perot didn't have a chance. 
Uh, what was the other guy you Ro- mentioned? Well, Ralph Nader didn't have a chance. Ross Perot, uh, if for nothing else, drastically changed how the Republican Party was going <laughs> forward. Uh, I'm getting at the stuttering point yep. of my... Yep. Uh, he drastically changed how the Republican Party goes moving forward. But what Because did they Perot- realized that they couldn't be as traditional and hardlined as they were before and then they quickly acknowledged that and then went even harder to, yeah. <laughs> to the right what does ross perot have that justin amash does not have billions of dollars billions of do- <laughs> ross perot spent a billion dollars of his own money he was the bloomberg before the bloomberg yes yeah between 1991 and 1996 in two election cycles he Oof. spent a billion dollars of his own money just to the- be like fuck the system <laughs> I'm doing this. Though I heard... Uh, That's fuck I me can't, money. <laughs> I can't... No, no, no. I can't remember where I heard this recently. I'm, I, I'll have oh, to find it. a billion it. dollars in the 90s. That's I'll not even to, today's billion. I'll have billion. to find it and put it in the show notes. But yeah. uh, there was some thing I read about how Perot, by elevating his, his status as just a, 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 a presidential candidate... Yes! As just a candidate for an office... Elevated the value. I think we lost of his half our business. audience too. That no, was I'm just saying drink. No, I, I I'm getting there. I'm finishing okay, my point finish right. first. Uh, elevated the value of his business at the same time. Yes. Like it, it 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 ended up costing him almost nothing. No, and and that's what we would call the uh, you know pulling a trump where you think I'm gonna lose. Yeah, but I but I'm gonna get a lot value. richer because of this. Yes. Yeah, and then something fucked up happens. <laughs> And you get elected. Wait, <laughs> wait a minute. Elected. People voted for me? What the fuck is wrong with people? What do I have to do? <laughs> All right. Wait, wait. I, I, I got wasn't it. planning I got for it. this. What is this? Listen, I got it. Shh. All right. Listen, uh, I could just go down on Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and nobody would care. That'll lose it for sure. What? Polls went up. What the fuck is wrong with people? Something tells me that we're getting close to the end. <laughs> right? Yeah. We're at like 140 probably. Oh. Well, you know what that means. Nope, that's not what that means, and I'm not going to let you do that. Uh, you owe the f- viewers at home a little something. Let's, there you go. let's uh, no, wrap. we got a bunch while, of topics while, to go while we here. do this. Why don't we play the next drop? That's what I'm I'm saying. Well, there is no other drop to play. Yeah, for uh, the uh, Baltimore corner. Oh, that's not really a drop. It's just. Uh, splash screen, if you yeah, will. Yeah, I mean, you know, we we, we this do, beautiful corner in Baltimore. We do that ourselves, where you get the straight dope. Yes, you can you can uh, talk a little bit about what's going on. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> Back we home. really could what? turn that into a drop uh, by just having us do the vocals over yeah. <laughs> over that. I'll take them from this episode. <laughs> Clearly, it's our best work. <laughs> it's our best work what. yet. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. Oh, uh, wait, wait. I have to update the, uh, the <laughs> You sound like a juju train. <laughs> People are getting their money's worth this week. I don't oh. like the fact that Rachel is recording me from the couch. This is amazing. For Yoli. It's amazing. Tell her to tune in on the internet like everyone else. <laughs> yes. This oh is golden God. right I here. This is so sweaty right now. I All know. right. So Baltimore Corner. Um, so news out of Baltimore. Though? The Blue Angels are planning a 
<laughs> thank you to America's Frontline Workers. What? To those on the front line. I'm not allowed to regret my decisions anymore? <laughs> Fuck. The Blue Angels, uh, who are the U.S. Navy's um, special... Uh, special envoy to entertainment. <laughs> They're the special planes. Um, it's the entertainment plane division. <laughs> if you guys have never seen a Blue Angel show, you should go check it out. It's really interesting. It's fun. Uh, anyway. Nobody's seen any episodes of this podcast <laughs> at this particular time of year. Because we can't say the name of the episode of the yep. podcast. Uh, yep. This is what you get. Yep. Uh, welcome, everybody. And... Uh, Okay, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> man, I'm just looking at a picture of me on the internet, and I'm fucking hammered. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the Blue Angels. It is clear. <laughs> Are we amongst friends here tonight? Can yes, of course. Yes. It's just me, you, and the internet. Go ahead. <laughs> Are we amongst friends? Can, can I can I peacefully ask uh, our friends who are listening to this? Uh, wherever in the world it may be that I turn on the air conditioner. Yeah, for like <laughs> I think it's fine. Listen, for those of you listening by audio format, it's going to get a little messy right now, but it's going to be 100% worth it because it's hot in here. The show is only going to get better. So the Blue Angels uh, are the uh, specialty wing of the U.S. Naval Air Command, and they go and put in shows for the public. And if you've never been to a Blue Angel show, you should absolutely check it out. It's fantastic. Uh, they actually have the uh, U.S. Uh, Air Force Thunderbirds, uh, who do a similar type show. But the Blue Angels are coming to Baltimore, and they're going to put on a special show for our first responders and the frontline workers in the war against this terrible scenario that we are in right now. And I think that someone... I'm I'm putting the words back in front of my face. I think... Let's see if it helps. I think... uh, (laughs) That someone in the U.S. Navy's planning office, the flight planning office, has actually said, you know what? We should check out the history of this city before we do uh, a flyover. Because they, <laughs> because they basically have drawn a map of the white L of Baltimore. And that's yeah. the only places the Blue Angels are going to be flying. Uh, interesting. <laughs> interesting choice. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> No, so uh, for those of you who aren't versed in it, the White L is uh, the Charles <laughs> Street corridor up to Roland Park down to the Inner Harbor, and then basically the follow area. 83. Not quite 83. Hold though. on, it's like take it, Charles take Street. It, take it from the north to the south. Okay. Take 83 and Charles Street ish. Yeah. All the way down until you get to the harbor. Yep. And then get a little bit of Fells Point, like do like one of those exaggerated curves. Oh, it's just basically the harbor, along the harbor yeah, on both all sides. all along the water. Yep. And then veer left and R- then well, hit right as you're looking at the map. Yes. I was thinking about in terms of the plane <laughs> flying. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Turn right as far as a north orientation wait, wait. map Corey, of the situation. All right. Let's imagine, Corey, that you are flying the plane. Yeah. Should right. I should I do that? All right. So wait. So Corey, wait, wait. You are headed. Uh, you're headed uh, downtown. Yeah. Uh, I'm going. I'm moving. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, you reach the inner harbor. What are you gonna do? Turn left. Oh man, guy, I didn't do it. Hang on. Wait. Oh. Oh wait, I did the wrong one. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what are you 
What is happening right now? What is happening? Okay, we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Uh, let me. I was clicked on the wrong thing. All right, Corey. Um, so <laughs> is there sound for this? Did I have sound? No. I'll say you need to go the other direction though. Oh no. You can what? go that. You can go that direction. Ready? All right, Corey. You're flying. Yeah. You're going down towards south. And right. you ready? Three, two, one. You hit the harbor. Go. Hey. Oh, <laughs> it's all messed up. But there he is. Jesus. And now he's banked and he's headed down towards the uh, towards Harbor East and Fellows Point. And, and then uh, and then I stop. Wait, 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 wait. I gotta get back. One to second, can. I'm just like. Ah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> You're just missing out. Missing out on all the good I stuff. I really am. Anyway. Right, here we go. Let me get back, <laughs> to the, uh, get back to the right thing. Nope, that's not it. Now you're in a barrel roll. Sorry. Uh, hang <laughs> on. He's, he's barrel rolling on camera. Uh, hang is... on. All right. Flipping back around. There he is. All right. What am I doing? Now this you're right up. You're, you're currently correct. Now you're flying. Okay, good. Were you trying to flip me in the... He did. You rotated <laughs> around in the frame. Yes, that's uh, okay. exactly what happened. Okay, so... Um, Hilarious. The other side of this is uh, that uh, the spy plane has been flying around Baltimore for the past few weeks. Uh, No. No? It just started this week. This week. Officially. And I mean, like... I wait think a been, minute. I think they've been uh, flying... Spy plane. Explain. Oh, so oh, oh, Corey, are you new to this? Go ahead, please. Here, let me put you on camera. So you uh, look sweaty. <laughs> do I? I wonder why. I need more apple juice. <laughs> Go ahead, Corey. Daddy needs more apple juice. Just you and the internet. Go ahead. So uh, a couple years ago, it was uh, published in a Wall Street Journal piece or a New Yorker piece. I can't remember. Somewhere. In the New York general metropolitan Wait, area. Wait, when? A couple years ago. Oh, okay. Uh, 70 Rawlings Blake was mayor at the time, if that helps you. Uh, so it was pre-2016. Was it pre-Trump? Yes. Yes. Yes, it was. Who uh, was... What? Who was... Um, if it wasn't Trump... Obama. Oh, okay. Obama was the one right before Trump. I don't know if you was the what. You're too young to uh, to remember. No, I ain't falling for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> what you're trying to do? I've I've been dealing with this motherfucker for so many years. I know all the tricks. I've seen them all before. Just because I'm a hammer doesn't mean I don't know the tricks. <laughs> I wanna I wanna somebody cut out that too. Yeah, I've been dealing with this motherfucker for years. <laughs> Include the hammered part because I feel like it adds something to it. Um, no, so they they secretly flew a plane around that was monitoring the. Uh, what? That was monitoring the movements of all the people that the plane could capture. Now, the police commissioner, the police commissioner. And everyone responsible for making sure this plane goes up in the air. Our would, referee is would very much gone. like you to know that uh, the plane doesn't really capture enough data to properly identify any single person. Unless, but it's more looking. makes you a person a person equal to a pixel on yes. the screen. So if you were to run from a scene of a crime, we could follow the pixel. But we wouldn't necessarily know who the person was. The but other they're identified by the police on the ground. And then we follow that pixel 
Well, not only that, but you could also use uh, the information that is provided by the telecommunication companies to uh, link the movements generally to the movements of another cell phone that had a a parameter like it and figure out the person pretty quickly. So anyway, it's spy plane because it's It's a spy plane. Yeah, I mean, it's just basically... Capturing and, this is, it. and this is legal. This is up and running. It's all good. It's I mean, Baltimore, like, baby. That's what we do. It ain't. <laughs> you ever watch a wire? It's been kind of approved by the city council. That's that's good enough to get it up in the air. So, uh, let me put you on camera. I'm gonna check on the studio audience. I think we lost somebody. <laughs> Where, where's Carly, girl? Carly sleeping. <laughs> Anywho. Um, <laughs> okay. Yes, we're back. Let's wrap this up. <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah. Um, spy plane. Yeah, it, it went up in the air this week. Let's talk more about this more when I what I could uh, so the point properly being, function the thoughts that are going. The spy plane my went back up, and when it did, it recorded only East Baltimore and West Baltimore. Huh. Weird. So it's funny that if you were to overlay the Blue Angels flight, yeah, and the spy plane flight, those planes could be in the air at the same time, and they would not run into each other. To be fair. The uh, amount of ground that the spy plane is supposed to cover probably covers the blue L or the white L as well. Oh well, the cameras on the spy plane, yes. Right. The plane itself, the however, the plane it's, itself was probably it's I'm sure just, it's just doing, circling. It's doing the doing uh, figure eights around the west and east side. The black yeah. bu- butterfly, if you will, yeah, yeah, of yeah. Baltimore. Just and, gradually uh, just touching around eighty three and the Pepsi sign, just yes, in case there's an accident. Yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. That. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, the argument has been made. Well, my, there's, uh, there's no hospitals out in East and West Baltimore. However, Johns Hopkins, not the one downtown, but the one out on the east side. Harbor Place? Or Harbor View? Yeah. Or Harbor View, yeah. Yeah. Is the largest hospital complex in Baltimore. And they're not flying over there. And here's the reason why. Because two years ago, during a gun buyback, someone turned in a rocket launcher to the Baltimore police. And some astute planner at the Navy office was like, we can't lose a Blue Angel because somebody <laughs> is, you know, trapped in their homes Flying and they're a little messed up. Homes. And they're like, all right, boys, here we go. I don't know that the Blue makes Angel me, planes have countermeasures. Makes me so. think about the opening of, uh, what was the one you were working on? The what? The the screenplay. The, the, the pilot. Oh, uh... Where's the one that... Helicopter gets shoot. Yeah, shot yeah. I don't know what it's called. It's uh the fire's burning. Insurrection in or something. Like, uh, no, that's the book. Insurgency. Uh, insert. No, that's the book too. Um, I don't know. It's uh, don't make it difficult for me. <laughs> the books, which are available on Amazon, are yeah. uh, the movement, insurgency, and insurrection. This is a different screenplay, which is based in Baltimore. And in the opening three minutes, a helicopter gets shot down. Yeah. Uh, from anyway. eighty-three. Ironically, yeah. well, let's talk about that. One last thing, and I'm. Really glad that we waited until this point where I'm of clear mind and thought to talk about this. Because yes. Fuck this guy. No implications whatsoever. Yeah. Yes. Go ahead. Uh, Theroux, mm-hmm. uh, Vignaraja, who is uh, right up there in the. Uh, 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 have you been looking at the polls, by the way, for mayor? I haven't. Uh, I, the people of Baltimore are dumb. Uh, I love ba- you all. Basically, every single poll is somebody else's winning. Yeah. It's just like uh, one poll gets released, and it's just like Sheila Dixon's in the lead. And then it's just like uh, TJ Smith's in the lead. And then it's Thru's in the lead. Do you then... remember four years ago when uh, DeRay McKesson was running and we thought there was some hope? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I maintain, if you uh, look at my Twitter, 
that if Baltimore was on fire, then we would elect Gasoline as the mayor. I feel because like we are without a doubt looking for the thing that would cause the most chaos in any particular yeah. situation. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh shit, we're going through a horrible situation with our police. Why don't we just get a really awful police commissioner and just throw it to the wind? Let's see what happens. Wait, so just out of curiosity, before we. <laughs> By the way, I'm pissed at fucking Michael Harrison. Like he was supposed to be in coming in like it's the great hope and yep. like. Yep. Oh, I fixed New Orleans. Don't worry about it. How's that working out? Pushing out the spy plane. Like, it's like going to solve all our goddamn problems. Just uh, just out of curiosity, how has crime been since the whole situation we're currently in? Unpleasantness? (laughs) Yes. Uh, There's been some. Yeah. There hasn't been as much. Murders are down. Yeah, there's been a little bit, though. However, it's also been a a hot streak or a heat uh, wave through Baltimore. And when that happens, the first or second time of the year, crime just always goes down because people are like, "Ugh." Also, you gotta. Inside. I mean, you know, to be fair, uh, heroin is an essential business in the United <laughs> States. So I mean, it's not like it's not like any of the people who are out there murdering people have the ability to take the job the day yeah. off because. And uh, like with Lexington Market being bulldozed, uh, you know they got to go other places, East and West Baltimore, to get their heroin. You so. know, I, I uh, normally I would be the the type of person who would say, "Let's save the historic old building, the oldest place in Baltimore." Yes, but yeah. thank God, <laughs> to be honest, thank God, uh, that building needed to go. It was not <laughs> acceptable anymore. Why? Way too old, way too rodent invested, way too yeah. everything wrong with it. And it, it, if it was altruistic that they were going to demolish it and build a new building and everybody would be great, but they demolished it so that they can sell the land to a new developer who's going to build a it's new go, building. It's going to be no, no, out. no. It's going to be a new Lexington Market. They're they're basically just raising it and no. rebuilding it. No, it's, it's going to be developed. It's no, it's developed by a Lexington de- Market. Yes, and it's developed by a developer. It's and Lexington everyone, Market. No, 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 no. Every I'm not vendor let you. I'm not going to let you put this evil Every on vendor no, who's no, no, in no. there, no, every Ricky vendor Bobby. who's no. in there it's has Lexi- said they can't afford the rent in a, in a stall in the new Lexington market. It's not going... It's Dollar hot the- dogs are done. <laughs> well, clearly, but I'm saying... Nickel like, bags are done. Everything you could get in the Heads in the jar are done. done. Like, there's no... I mean... That place where we got meat and subs <laughs> at the other block over, done. It's a 7-Eleven now. The, uh... The problem is that uh, uh, it's never going to not be Lexington Market, but it's going to be a lot more like Grand Central Market by the time we're done with it. Yeah, and that sucks. That's not why I go there. I go there on the first day of spring so that I get a little hot box (laughs) action. uh, So I can get a freshly fried rat and move on. (laughs) Get a dollar hot dog and uh, buy some weed and go home. That's what I'm there for. I'm going there to buy a hot dog. Which ends up being a lot of weed and then <laughs> get followed by a commissioner all the way back to my house. <laughs> no, no, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. I'm not being followed. It's cool. I'm not being followed. <laughs> well, if I, uh, if I know correctly, because we're just going to skip the last fucking thing, right? Nope, nope. We're uh, transitioning out of the Baltimore corner. Oh, come on. Even oh. though that's where you get the straight dope. Wait, well, so are people not getting shot in Baltimore we skipped, anymore? We skipped over. What? First of all, you are said, people not getting shot in Baltimore anymore? Mm-hmm. Well, that was two uh, homonyms. I know. I, I, I am. I'm trying to get... <laughs> I'm the fucking law! <laughs> Shut I know. I can say it. I'm trying to get other people. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Did you just see the, the chip try to get entered in the mouth and not make it? 
Oh, the peanut gallery is just as wasted as we are. No, but we talked about nothing from the second section. Like, restrictions being lifted. Like, free testing in L.A. Okay, that's two. The protesters. Okay. Like, a show on Netflix that is going to undo all the ignorance like that I'm getting on Instagram. There we go. Mention it all. Oh, oh the anthem.com. Corey, oh, the anthem.com. Oh, oh, the anthem on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the list online. 443-219-7595. What's that number again? 443-219-7595. Are you sure? It took me seven years to get that one right. <laughs> <laughs> A lot better than episode one. Man, you, you should have Jesus seen... Christ. You should have seen... The uh, if you watch the the video, uh, the 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 waiting screen video yes. of the replay of episode one of me trying to get that you phone should just number post right. that video by itself. Woo, <laughs> man! I was like five, 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 five. <laughs> Anyway, I mean, we got close. We got close. You can find more of me at my website, CoreyBakerFilmmaker.com. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't associate that with this, but you know, uh, you can find more of me at uh, Corey Baker Film on Facebook, <laughs> at Legends We Five on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And uh, I'm going to be doing new reviews. I've been trying to figure out how to do it with the legacy aspect of it all, but mm. uh, that's happening uh, on Monday. I'm just telling you right now, I'm going to do it on Monday. Hey, so, yep. All right. <laughs> Enjoy that. And uh, yeah, that's it for me. All right. And Roberto, would you like to uh, plug your pluggables? Sure. You... <laughs> uh, yeah, you can find Go me. Go ahead. Be associated with it. Okay, so apparently the peanut gallery has been following along with us a yes. little closer than they should have. This is why you shouldn't follow along at all. Anyways, uh, yeah, you can find me at all social media. Not all of them. Some of the social media. Some of the social media at uh, RTO. What? No. Okay. (laughs) Please switch. Switch to him real quick. Switch to him real quick. Am I still on camera right now? He's just chilling, leaning against the wall in his Pulp Fiction shirt because he's cool like that. This reminds me of the video of uh, the episode of me and your dad and you, and you're like... (laughs) It's like Corey Baker, <laughs> filmmaker. <laughs> Although I look like a damn ghost. I'm just a floating head with the black. I ain't saying shit for the rest of this thing. So. <laughs> Shut up! Seriously. Go. You can find me at all the social media. Or not a- what are you doing? What is, what is this? <laughs> You need to stop everything oh you're gosh. doing. Everything. This is what happens while we are usually podcasting. Jesus they just Christ. get wasted by themselves. Usually it's us not getting wasted with them, but here we go. Go ahead. Anyway. <laughs> this is Corey relaxing. You can find me at some of the social media at R-T-O-A-Z-N, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, I had a pa- Facebook page now that's up and running. Uh, I guess I'm gonna get in a TikTok at this point. I've, yeah, I've been. Can I, can I can I interject really drunk for a second? Hold on. No, we're out. 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 We're I'll do it. But okay. first, I'd just like to say, because I was trying to say something nice about Roberto. 
that he is a very talented actor. <laughs> <laughs> and that it would mean a lot to him if you would follow him on all his social platforms. Because uh, unlike me, who is a sound mixer, and nobody cares about what I do on social media, uh, for Roberto, it matters quite a bit. So if you enjoyed him at all throughout the process of this thing, uh, please like his page because even the number of just one plus helps him out tremendously. And uh, it would mean a lot to me if you would do that for him. Yes. Because he, he joined us for this whole process and uh, he didn't need to do that. And speaking of one plus. <clears throat> yeah, I know. I got it. I got it. All thank right. you, though. Thank you. I will join you on this one because thank you. Appreciate you. Okay. And let's he go back He might lose here. a job to Channing Tatum because he doesn't have enough followers. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. So because I am we, usually running against Channing Tatum. Where, are the pe- where can the people find you? Uh, they can find me again at all the social media, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and TikTok. TikTok soon at R-T-O-A-Z-N. Um, we've lost Corey. We've lost Corey. Yeah, but. R-T-O-A-Z-N. R-T-O-A-Z-N. I'm sorry, Somebody put a bucket of ice on the ground, and now it is rotting through the floor. <laughs> and, of course, you can find me at all your social networks, at Robert N. Cheek. Make sure you check out robertncheek.com, which is brand new, <laughs> even though it's under construction. We can't, we can't put a fucking coaster on the table, but we can put a bucket of ice on the floor. <laughs> wait, I got to update this. Uh, I gotta, wait, wait. I got to update this. Hang on. I want people to be completely up to date, and this is the correct... So what's the counter at this point? The correct number now is 10 to 7. 10 to 7 what? Corey to me. You can't tell, <laughs> honestly. No, anyway, me? To repeat, you can find me at, R- at Robert N. Cheek on all your social networks. That includes Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Tumblr, TikTok, and everywhere else at Robert N. Cheek. Make sure you check out robertncheek.com where you can find links to everything that I do, including the YouTube, which is youtube.com forward slash Rob Cheek, where you'll find the Everyman movie reviews all the way through this entire time of us being stuck inside. I have kept up two episodes per week. Right now, Searching for Sugarman is up. You'll be able to find the Amanda Knox documentary review up. And I got another review coming for you on Sunday. That'll be tomorrow as you're watching right now, or it'll be two days ago as of Tuesday when this posts. New episodes on Thursday and once more during the week, so make sure you check that out. RobertNCheek.com is also where you can sign up for my email list. You can find links to my Patreon and everything else that I have going on, so make sure you check that out, including the books which are available on Amazon. Byron's books. Comparable libros of Rob. And that is why I'm a consummate professional, motherfucker. So, uh, uh, anyway. Real quick, before we get out of here. Sure, yeah. Uh, Roberto, do you want to uh, speak in Spanish about Cinco uh, de Mayo? Not really. To all the people who've been listening this whole time, waiting for a little bit of. I mean, not really about Cinco de Mayo, but I can, I can thank all the viewers because I, I do, I do, I, I have seen that we have some viewers from uh, Mexico that are joining us, and some viewers have said they, we, they don't understand what's going on, but (laughs) they've been watching nevertheless. So, gracias a todas las personas que nos están que se unieron a nuestro podcast en español, I mean in English. Eh, Gracias a todos los televidentes. Uh, esto es el Odiante Podcast. Lo pueden ver cada semana, los martes, uh, o lo pueden ver en vivo normalmente los sábados o domingos. I just gave you guys a quick like promo. Gracias, bueno. señor. En las meses, en la futura, <laughs> left hanging, uh, left hanging, still la, left hanging, still talking about it. <laughs> en los meses, en el futuro, Roberto y yo uh, podemos un podcast. En español, totalmente. 
Sí, señor. Close enough, right? <laughs> sí, señor, yes. Time to pass the fuck out. I'm working, <laughs> working on my Spanish. But uh, anyway, so if only Corey would give me the cue so we can close this motherfucker down. Well, well I think we've done good here today. <laughs> <laughs> we've done something. I know it is not good. <laughs> but thank you all for joining us for this episode of the Year of the Anthem podcast, the seventh annual revisiting of... Thank God it's a year away. <laughs> and we are officially... 51 weeks away from the next time we have to do this. Hey, uh, did you refill him over oh, there? No, 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 sorry, sorry. Let's do one just to close it on. Yeah. No. Come yeah. on, we man. Don't Come on. Do don't be weak. We don't, don't be have weak. to do all that. I think we do. So, uh, as always. <laughs> Rachel's like, yes, please. Because as she wants always, be on her level for you are listening to the OD Anthem podcast, part of the OD Anthem digital network. For Corey, this is Rob. Have a great week, everybody. Wait. And thank and you, Roberto, Roberto for, for joining here. us. We go. appreciate it. And by the way, you'll be listening to this on Tuesday, which is May 5th. And that is, of course, Roberto's birthday. So happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Happy uh, birthday. Good cumpleaños. Gracias. Mi gracias. Amigo. Happy Cinco bueno, de Mayo. Feliz Cinco de happy Mayo. Happy Cinco de Mayo to all of you. Pop. Salancha. Feliz cumpleaños. Salud. Salud. What are you doing? What? I'm putting it down. I gotta, I gotta end this thing first. That's all right. Thank you guys for Bye. joining us. Thank you for joining us for this train wreck. See you next time. And we're-